Hello, I am Aman Chabra. This is the podcast. It hasn't been named yet. I am, as of now, on my bed. It's one twenty a.m. Just lying down and. recording whatever the fuck is coming in my mind so just me this just an introductory episode like you know how someone begins their second channel on youtube and <laughs> makes a video very typical saying that here i'll upload anything that i cannot upload on my first channel which is actually pretty trash as an idea because The more you upload on a channel, the more traffic the channel gets. Thus, by making two channels, you are in a way depriving yourself of traction on your first channel, and growing in subs. And also, creating a second channel is the most two thousand and fifteen thing to do on YouTube. I don't see anyone. create a second channel anymore literally i think the latest person to do it which is a very bad idea uh, the person who did it was the true jody yeah. who actually you know funny and funny that uh, the second channel topic brings me to his name because he his podcast was the first first podcast i've ever heard I haven't heard of anything. I haven't heard any podcast before. Uh, of course, I've uh, I've been listening to the True Jody podcast since its eighth or ninth episode. I guess yes, and uh, you know, soon you get all these recommendations. There's the H3 podcast, which I really enjoy. Sometimes I, Ethan. I don't know with Ethan. See, Ethan and Hila, of course, H3, H3. I don't know with Ethan anymore. I mean, at one point, Ethan was like this person who couldn't do a lot of wrong. Do you know what I mean? And then Ethan got into some messed up shit. how he abandoned his channel how he became very cliche basically his fans pressured him afterwards to come to his channel including me i'm i'm one of those fans and you know ever since that uh the content hasn't been the same actually is the same can be said for the true jory his football hangover used to be something something just so you know sitting in your room with a green screen and just shooting it randomly type of thing but now he does it in a professional like studio with Lawrence i'm saying it's just more um cleaned up you know it's like more it's for a bigger audience and and i get why someone would do that you know you want a bigger audience you want more people to be able to watch it and you wanted to 
at least appear a lot more brand friendly than how it would appear before but there is something about the the easier way you know the olden way like today i was watching uh, jake and amir i don't know if anyone whoever listens to this idiotic fucking episode of my podcast there's definitely going to be an episode 2 this is episode 1 there's definitely going to be an episode 2 so if any uh, i don't know who is stupid enough to actually listen to this uh, to actually find this but there was this series on college humor i guess yeah uh it starred these two friends who sat opposite each other called jake and amir it was the best web series ever um i say was because it's over now they finished their episodes i think in 2015 they stopped i know they came back to make one special episode for the 2016 election because duh but the episodes were so great one of my favorite episodes is um I like this one uh, where I, 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 I love the one with the guy from Silicon Valley um Thomas Middleton I think his name is I love those episodes he's called dubs in it and the entire gag is that Amir makes fun of Thomas Middleton's character's name his name is penis anthony dubilier and in order to make fun of his name instead of going for the obvious target that is his name penis he makes fun of his surname by trying to make the least offensive name but somehow they both feel very bad about it it's it's very hard to explain the joke but it's very obvious when you look at it like he can have the most absurd name filled with the most absurd things in his name he he changes his name from every episode to every episode but amir says the least offensive thing he can possibly say and somehow both of them like they know that oh fuck that hurt for some this is just messed up that's the thing i feel like i can relate to that feeling you know there's going to be a lot of long pauses in this episode so if anyone is hearing no it's not over yet there's going to be some pauses i'll try to find them and cut them <laughs> but <laughs> i don't think i'm that hard working yet i am i am 21 and a half years old but for all practical purposes treat me as if i'm 15 but do give me alcohol and drugs i love both of them my parents will never listen to this so i can literally say anything i want no going back to my uh, you know natural transition my parents 
I'm fond of them, I guess. I don't think both of them... I, I think my mom understands me. That at least, you know. I think my mom is supportive. And dad is very authoritative. I fucking hate the guy. Jesus. I, I wish I was a Greek god. You know, there's this whole patricide thing. I'm totally on board with it. Like, uh, what was that thing called? And they, Rick and Morty even made an episode about it. Uh, the Purge, yeah. If there was a Purge, he's whom I would go for. I'd go fucking... I'd go Taliban on him if I fucking could. I'd go ISIS on his ass. But yeah, cut short. I hate my dad. I pretend to be nice to him for money. I wasn't talking to him. But I have no other option. It's a complex relationship, you know, because... I feel I'm like my dad. Both very cold. But I'm not really. I don't know what I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to be. Not anymore. I just know that I want to be successful in whatever I do. Whatever it is that I do. And I don't want to do anything conventional. So this and I think a meme page is something in social media. I mean, I'm addicted to social media, but I understand social media. I get it. I know why certain things are funny. I know how memes work. I know what, you know, that is. I get it. But holy shit, man. It is so difficult. So many memes are so meta. Not many people get them, but like, I think the problem, it's worse in India. And I'll explain why. Everyone whose opinions people seem to care about, like any target crowd, let's say, is not that into any meme whatsoever. Like, like for example the ricardo meme you know the ricardo meme is fucking nuts then bruh sound effect 2 meme <laughs> love that shit i then do you know the way uganda knuckles meme oh racist but i fucking love it so much it is it, like uganda knuckle meme compilation videos carried me through two months for two months, I would. It was my guilty pleasure. I never told anyone about this because I know no one's going to listen to this shit. So I don't mind telling it over here. But for over two months, uh, there was like I survived. That was my sustenance for two months. Uganda knuckles. Jesus. So many brands. So many corporation so many apps that tinder has a very good meme game the tinder instagram profile posts a lot of memes you know they like they're very up to point 
Yeah, because of course they're a, they're a, they're a social media app in a way. They're a dating app, so you know they have to be like deep into pop culture and memes because that's what people care about. That's how people you know. That's a sense of humor, and so humor is attractive. So they work in that line essentially. But the problem in Tinder India is that not everyone, like the like the average Indian girl on Tinder, doesn't know Ricardo. Not not everyone watches PewDiePie, especially now in India. <laughs> But holy crap, like nobody knows memes. I feel sad for them, man. Memes are memes are joy. Like two things, any time, no matter what the situation is, will g- stimulate some dopamine in my brain. M and M, that's masturbation and memes. I'm a fucking wanker either way. Oh yeah, Trujori. Trujori used to give an award out of the end of his football hangover. It was called Wanker of the Week, and uh, one of my friends, Ashutosh, Ashutosh, I think will listen to this. He's an asshole. He might find this, <laughs> but I know Anuj is likely to find this. Hey Anuj, if you're listening, hi Nagi. But yeah, uh, he used to give us this award called Wanker of the Week at the end of football hangover. I think two years ago. Maybe he stopped. I don't know. Whenever he got tied up to Kordal, I think that's when he started getting the A-list guests on his podcast. You know, first was his friends who were YouTubers. Like that's how it rose. I mean, it was something that he liked doing. But yeah, anyway, it was a uh, yeah masturbation and memes. That's what make me happy any time of the day. But You have to be into them. You have to understand them. I think Indian meme culture is so different from what we work outside, and I guess understanding it is a problem because in India, uh, like in India, any meme can work. Any old dead two thousand and twelve meme, for fuck's sake, million memes are still shared. In India, that's where we are living, man, and it's it's a travesty. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, people can find you know whatever you find fun, you find you do you. But oh man, it's kind of weird that nobody like you know knows about lot of things. The Tom and Jerry meme got famous in India because you know, we know about Tom and Jerry. I think. Study of memes is essentially an insight into you know a lot of culture. The people, uh, it it feels it sounds very stupid to say, but bro, memes, this insight into memes is like you know looking at what these people do and what they care about and what things they can relate to essentially the culture of the place in time for example there are, i'm pretty sure there are some memes in in the uk that people from here won't get fuck football memes nobody here gets them not people get them uh this whole this whole page called 
stupid Brexit memes. Memes on the Queen. So memes from uh, shows like The Inbetweeners. There are such specific UK things that I don't think even you know remaining European countries can get them. I doubt it. Similarly, the culture of memes would be very different in Spain than what it is in Germany. And don't even get me started on Russia. Russia is fucking cowboy country, man. It's weird. American news are very homogeneous because American news is world news. Essentially. <laughs> like, Trump memes. Americans are like essentially Trump memes. Right? Politically touched. Then there are vines. Oh, vines that cure my depression. I should watch that. But there are some really good ones out there, and essentially, memes are like the currency. You know, but everyone owns some dollars. Memes is the currency, but everyone has some dollars. That's not a good analogy. Oh, what a fucking idiot I am. It is not a good analogy. But yeah, uh, like for example, what I mean to say is, your sense of humor, your likes and your dislikes, and your opinion shape your personality. As a population, your memes are an insight into your sense of humor as a collective, your culture as a collective. It represents what you think. And I feel like Indian. I think that's why marketing in India is so weird. Like advertisements in India are shit. I don't watch a lot of TV. I usually while eating food, I play on my play on, play on my PlayStation. I play FIFA a lot. I play Call of Duty sometimes, and I play I play Red Dead Redemption too. Just so far, I don't really do a lot of missions or anything. I just try to roam around till uh, I get my honor up. But yeah, so I don't really check out a lot of advertising either. And on YouTube, I watch PewDiePie a lot. So you know, no ads. And whenever I get an ad, it's fucking a lot of times it's T series ads, and I don't like those. <laughs> Fuck T series. No, 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 healthy balance and coexist. I'm subscribed to PewDiePie as well. I just prefer memes more than healthy music. I listen to music and Apple music. I don't listen to music on YouTube, so you know. I'm sub to Indian YouTubers. Like and sub to a corporation? No, I don't believe in corporations. Every corporation just money hungry, power hungry. You need to corporate advertisement. You know what I find to be hilarious about advertisement? They never hit the mark. The Gillette advertisement, I think, was powerful. Holy crap, that advertisement is next level. It's next level good. It's next level bad. And that's a difficult task because... 
I love the message that they're trying to send. I don't like the way in they're sending it. I never think that you know a direct in your face way of attacking men instead of toxic behavior in general because you know there's a lot of toxic behavior from both sides. But fair enough, fair enough. And I don't get though. Gillette is owned by P&G. Everyone in the top of that company is men. One. So you know that they're behind this. Second point: the women's products and the men's products are essentially the same, but the women's are charged higher. Men are shifting to something called as Dollar Shave Club, and you know a lot of the cheaper and better and you know since they don't have fucking advertisement they advertise on podcasts hey dollar shave club if you're looking for someone in india i'm your guy i want to get into the habit of maintaining a smaller beard uh, so you know i think this is a partnership made in heaven call me boss but yeah Uh, since you know Dollar Shave Club doesn't spend much they're, they're not a big fucking corporation there's no billionaires to feed there's no private jets to fly there is no egos to be stroked there's no political party to be given donations to they're just selling you products it's like a local business gone slightly bigger it is in its purest form at the moment and that's why it that's why as you know someone begins trying it out a bit more they'll notice how fucking great it can be how precarious it already is they'll jump on that it is threatening them and i can bet you a million bucks the top person in png has heard about dollar shave club encroaching upon the market because that's how it works everyone likes a smaller guy that's what she said but not really uh, <laughs> i love it that's what she said joke it's just weird that you know you pander the biggest marketing whoever came up with this was most genius the biggest marketing idea the best one ever nothing has influenced sales more than this aligning a opinion aligning a non opinionated brand to a political cause for example gillette the best marketing tool i have ever seen in history okay there are two of them first the marlboro man uh, anyone who has read into advertise into advertisement history has learned of the marlboro man the marlboro man where you don't sell a cigarette you sell a lifestyle associated with it for example if you can't write about a tree tie a donkey to the tree and sell the donkey that's what the marlboro man was essentially that 
Look at this tree. Then look at this donkey. Then look at this tree. This tree is so good. This donkey is back in this tree. Imagine how good this donkey must be. This is what this donkey represents. So everyone outside knows that if you are, if you are the owner of this tree, then you are the biggest donkey in town. They fooled everyone essentially, but not really. And it was a top-notch advertisement. They were by far not the best cigarette at the moment. There were bigger brands than even the names. There were bigger and better brands, but holy crap. Marlboro won the market with that, I think. As far as I can remember. I, I remember reading into it a lot a few months ago. Anyway, that's the... That's one. The second is feminism. Feminism has given rise to so much marketing. I mean, of course, it's more than that, obviously. But I'm saying that just because in someone panders to the cause doesn't mean that they genuinely care about it. Uh, maybe they're just using you and your opinions and the supposed goodwill that you all have in order to, you know, just sell you shit. We they just like Gillette we make an advertisement rough enough to uh, you know get a buzz out but hey Gillette is still here because honestly I have forgotten that Gillette existed I'm, I'm not even kidding I don't see my trim it explains it but I had forgotten that the company existed I don't know when I was in grade 8 they used to have an they used to have an iconic advertisement tan tan they used to like you know dance while shaving uh, Indian ad my, some classmates of mine used to copy the ad in front of the entire class it was like a big source of entertainment it was a, it was a whole thing four people used to do that in front of a whole class ah school was good man I miss school This is one of a rambling sesh. This of an episode. I think I titled this. If I can title this, I don't know how the app works yet. So if I can title this, this will be a rambling sesh. And. You know, I'll probably get. I'll try to get part on in the next episode, you know, a drunk podcast. Chad, Chad is a motherfucker. Chad already did a drunk podcast. Joe Rogan did a fucking DMT getting high with Elon Musk podcast there's nothing left there's so many people everyone has taken all the original ideas that are good there is nothing left to do yeah, I should just get my friend Parth on and you know record some shit together till then that I'm thinking of um, dropping out nah I can't I I hate it when anyone calls me as you know future doctor and then that I don't know what I'm gonna become yet 
I might regret every decision that I make. I've made very few good decisions in my life. Only the best that I made was leaving maths, but apparently not. Uh, does money really matter this much? I think sometimes. I mean, come on, man, Jesus. Man is worth more than the money he makes. Ironic of me to say that I used to say the exact opposite thing a few months ago. You are worth what you make. So if you don't make much, fuck off, man. But nah. I don't feel happy studying this. I don't feel... I don't think... <sighs> There's a whole level of personality and maturity required to do this. And I don't think I have it. I'm just too much of I'm just too much of a young'un I want to be young I don't, don't want to grow old but I want to die too so yeah I'm going to be uploading these for a while every night probably I'm smoking or smoking up or getting drunk or um, I don't think of movies I can fuck shit up for myself uh, just smoking a cigarette yeah, that, I said smoking already fuck see I'm already fucked up in the head I have ADHD let me uh, let me talk about I don't know what should I talk about anyone in the room suggest something that you want Aman Chhabra to talk about tonight on this particularly bad night yeah there's a book in front of me and it's not a style book ooh that's rare I know um it is called Francis of the Filth by George Miller Joji The Manuscript of Life The Manuscript of the Omniverse and The Manuscript of Everything You Know by George Miller who is the eldest Negi He's Negi generation 1 apparently This book is about discovering yourself. You know, it's it's a, it's a surprisingly optimistic read. The titles are shifting. The omniverses are under attack, and only one ham, only one man, not ham. I love ham. I'm hungry. Only one man has the chromosomes to make things right, or does he? Hey, Vsauce, Michael here. Only one man has the chromosomes to make everything right. Or does he? <laughs> oh man, I I love these sauce memes. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Filthy Frank begins life as a harmless creator of extinction-level radioactive weapons. Wow, harmless creator. The person is harmless. The weapons are not. Uh, but let Tony Stark, isn't it? Huh? Before Iron Man, 
but it's taking far into the deepest recesses of the omniverse to learn how everything came to be and how everything will be. I actually read this book in one full day. It's amazing. It's actually a good read. Anyway, if it were only that simple, he and his group of deviant disciples. Yes, that was Salamander Man noise. I fucking hope I can. Why did I make the noise? Ignore that. He and his group of deviant disciples are chased from realm to realm by murderous chimpalas and treacherous beast lords as he seeks to understand the dark secrets of the omniverses. An encounter with the ultimate god might be his only chance. But there's always one. Frank must first survive not only those who fight for evil, but his own struggle for good as well. If only his chromosomes would stop multiplying. I got another filthy Frank scene pretty late. Like in mid 2017, by the time the load was already done, there was nothing left to do. I began to work the lower six months, four months after it was over. It sucks. I couldn't experience, I couldn't have the. I think there's a joy in waiting. I'm waiting for a content cop. There's joy in this waiting. I can know there is, you know, there is a light, there is hope. Man, it's not easy to wait. Yeah. On the plus side, I got to see all of the lower one go. I binge watched every video that references the lore or you know talks about the lore on both of its channels at least thrice. I became a filthy Frank stan after Filthy Frank stopped being filthy Frank. I listened, I began listening to Joji while listening to Pingai music, while watching the Lord. All three, I was exposed to a person in one go. 2016 was when I began like getting into YouTube. YouTube and YouTube culture, you know. I would, I would watch a lot of H3. I began watching PewDiePie uh, mid-2017 again. I used to watch H3. I used to watch um, PBS Space Time. Uh, science and all after long. I'm still curious about things. I'm just not very keen on working on these things. Yeah, man, it's been a weird time, you know. I don't know what I used to watch. I don't remember. I think I used to watch... No, I'm 
sure 100% that I used to watch um, I used to watch FIFA creators definitely I used to watch FIFA YouTubers I remember doing that I used to search for KSI I had like become watching gaming channels Oh yeah, I watched Jacksepticeye before I watched PewDiePie. I found Felix through Jack, which is saying something. Which is a red flag for him and watching this video already. I have become watching PewDiePie on the time he made the announcement video that how he was beginning to take YouTube less seriously. Uh, he wanted to, you know, how when he began to change his content, like that was, I think, the second or third PewDiePie video I've watched, like, you know, the, the regular watchers, eh? I must have seen a video here and there. I've heard of the name PewDiePie a lot of times, before as well. Not this one, uh, distinctly, because I'm talking what content is he changing from? I love this new format. So I began to watch the old video and I realized, oh fuck, this guy is so different in his older videos than he is now. Uh, a few months ago, I I began binge watching the entire playlist of Fridays with PewDiePie. Dude, that guy is charismatic as fuck. I don't like PewDiePie. I I like Felix. PewDiePie was fucking annoying. He was a wannabe Filthy Frank and nobody can do that. Uh, Filthy Frank changed YouTube so much. My favorite Filthy Frank video is... um, It's gotta be... It's gotta be human cake. Come on, come on. There's this like no way it can be anything else. Fucking human cake. It's gotta be that. I just realized I have no hobbies anymore. I used to at one point in time, I don't do anymore. That sucks, I miss playing sports on a regular basis. I think that's what keeps everyone so sane. Jeet, we actually know that TTK at college. You know, one of my friends played a bit in college. I think I should play more sports for a long term sanity. I think, yeah, FIFA is good, right? Play more different games. Maybe I shouldn't play games alone. Maybe I should play games with somebody. I should add more face value social component to my life. People who are not my family. Maybe I should just go out on my own sometimes. So many changes I need to make in my life. I don't talk about them today. I 
the ramblings one in between episodes you might find ramblings so stay tuned for ramblings you don't want to listen to the in one like 40 minutes into one i think yep exactly 40 minutes wow wow franco genius genius uh fine shit man wow franco safari man is amazing I can't actually believe I am recording and I'm recording something. It feels so weird. I touched upon so many topics but keep just jumping from one to the other. Not really getting into one. I mean of course it's my mind. It's just me talking. There's no one else to talk to. So how will I like who will I vibe in with? I need someone to do everything with me. I'm talking about Rekha Jha posted today. Indian politics is so sad. Like you can't, I don't agree completely with BJP. I get sometimes what they're saying. I don't agree completely with Congress, but I do get sometimes what they're saying. Actually, I don't ever hear them saying anything. It's like, the 2016 elections over here none of them are good enough yahan kuwa udhar khai kitna kitna sara gir nahi hai i know my audience is going to be primarily indian so i can afford to talk in hindi but i need to make more memes desperately Oh, I saw a very good meme just now. Someone is posting Game of Thrones spoilers on anti-vax pages, and that is a hero the world needs. A uh, comment to that is spoiler: everyone dies. Works both ways. That is a good meme, and that is a good fucking comment. And that man who's posting this is doing the world a favor. I love my tone when I'm saying this. You know, and now I feel like I'm talking to a fucking two-year-old. It is what it is. I can't really change my tones, you know. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh wow! Dembele's level is better now than Neymar's. He is much better player than Neymar, said by Barcelona president Josep Bartomeu. Fuck! We have to knock them out now. But you know, actually makes sense. Neymar, Neymar is so overrated. I fucking hate Neymar so much. The guy is the guy that runs on uh, you know 
diving and faking injury he's essentially a cry baby royal princess i understood myself very funny haha ha, irony but i don't like neymar i don't like myself either he's wasting his prime though that's i mean he's getting an he's getting an easy buck at least usman dembele is now trying to you know neymar isn't even doing anything it's irony that i'm saying this but hey i can say this football more but i don't understand the football podcast there's too many of them and i don't think i can compete with the kickoff or i can or stephen hawkins podcast that's for when i get part on part panga anyone who listens you love it i do he's amazing my best friend in the whole world one of them many as lot of good friends and I'm, i'm blessed with good friends i don't think my parents know how good my friends are I'm almost a year before the sun met. Dad has no idea how to talk to, how to talk to someone like me. I I don't think I have been ever misunderstood by anyone so much. And for my dad, he motivates me. Bags of money, bags of money. Yeah, fuck. I don't. I want easy money. I don't want. This is not. This is not worth it. My mental health is deteriorating day by day. I haven't taken a bath in three weeks. Three days, no three weeks. Fuck. I was okay three weeks prior. So yes, I have time though. Anyway, I think it's been a productive session of my ramblings. I hope anyone who listens to this has mercy on me and shoots me in the face. Thank you. Goodbye. See you all on the next episode. The next episode. Dun 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 dun.